Hello, everyone. First off, happy Monday. For those who celebrate the holidays, happy Labor Day. For those who do not, happy Monday. Glad to see you guys tuning in today, right? So today we are going to be touching on emotions, right? And this is not in a sense of you know, like typically what you'll see in TV shows, let's let's dive into our emotions, guys, and you know, where they're doing the big old circle and the kumbaya and all that stuff. Because sometimes that is not what is going on when we are in our emotions, right? It's not always a kumbaya moment, but it's not always a volcano erupting, right? Sometimes there is a space of unknowing right so again i'm always going to share my experience with you guys and things that i go on throughout the week right and in past experiences so typically you'll you'll hear people say oh you need to control your emotions you need to master your emotions and i remember i asked um someone that is a part of my life and my journey at this moment right I remember I brought up something about mastering you know I was all like um if we're always evolving and growing do we ever truly really master something right and thinking about things that I had to come to terms with an experience you know Especially when it comes to emotions, because I'm one of those people that um, growing up, I was taught you're not supposed to cry. Um, You know, if you really express how you feel, you get in trouble, things like that. Right. So I never really processed my emotions and I did have anger issues. I'm not going to. I have no problem admitting to that. Right. I take accountability for that. I acknowledge that, that I had anger issues. Right. And that I would literally go off, right? As, um, as NRD would say, spaz out, right? You would literally go berserk, all that, right? So how can you control something if you don't know what it is, right? That's like when you go to the doctor and you're asking for assistance and things like that, right? And they're telling you, hey, we don't know what this is, right? We can't treat it, right? And so you're sitting there looking confused, like how can you not help me, right? Then it requires additional studies to find out what it is and then there's treatment, right? So this past week I had to take some time for myself, right? I had to take some moment for myself and and get away from people, right? Because number one, I cannot assist people and I cannot help people if I'm not operating in a space of happiness, a space of being open, a space of where I can truly listen and assist if that is needed, right? So I had a conversation with one of my best friends and she was asking me, you know, how are you feeling and things like that. And I told her, I was like, I don't, I don't know how to feel. I've never felt this emotion. I don't know what to categorize that, right? I don't know if I'm sad. I don't know if I'm angry. It's 
it's like I'm in a neutral space, but I know I'm not content, right? So I told her, you know, I need to continue to process this. I need to continue to see what is the root problem. And then from there, you know, I'm able to, you know, know what to do next time this happens. So once I got the phone with her, I started, you know, walking around the house, started cooking something to eat. And like I tell you guys before, I check myself on a regular, you know, I will sit there and call myself out on things, right? So one of the things that I did for sure was I came in the kitchen and when I was cooking, I started talking about, um, you know, how do I, how do I feel? And I mentioned this on my TikTok live yesterday. So for those who are tuning in from my live last night, welcome, right? And one of the things I said on there is how am I feeling, right? And I started to say, you know, I feel like I'm tipping on the edge of depression, you know, but I, 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 I can't really call it because I've never truly felt this. I know in my chest, I'm feeling something. It's not necessarily pain, but it's not, you know, like a good feeling. So then I took a step back and I said, well, what do I need to give myself at this moment, right? What, what do I need, right? Number one, I already stepped back from people so that I can get my head straight, right? And figure out, and since I did that now, what do I need to give myself, right? And this, if you guys refer back to previous episodes, like for example, what it looked like, you know, I said that, what does happiness look like? What does luxury look like? What does this look like, right? And so a few, I think it was yesterday, a few days ago, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, well, what do I need to give myself, right? Do I need to go outside and just sit there? Do I need to lay in my bed underneath my blanket all day watching Netflix, right? What do I need? I know right now I don't want to be around people, right? I don't want to be in a setting, an environment where it's a lot of people, right? Because... I know where I'm at right now, it can either go one or two ways. Either I'm going to just be completely mute or I'm going to go off, right? And that's not good for anyone, right? Because now I am int- I'm disrupting an environment, right? I'm causing a disruption. Now I'm in now I'm disturbing a peace, like Ludacris would say, right? So one of the things when they talk about when it comes to quote unquote controlling your emotions, I don't even like to say control your emotions, right? Because for me and what I had, you know, realized was to flow with the emotion, right? And how do you flow with your emotions, right? Because typically people say, oh, flow with your emotions, right? You don't know what, we don't know what, what does that mean? Flow with it. Like... What, what does it mean? And typically, most of us will just sweep it under a rug and go on about our day, right? But for me, to flow with it was to literally sit in it, right? Just like when you get in a pool, right? When you flow, you just allow yourself to sit in it, right? And your feet begins to lift up, and then you start to notice, like, you're moving, right? But you're not 
you know, moving your arms and feet. You're literally just there feeling it, feeling the water, feeling the wind, right? Okay. So I'm going to try to explain it the best way I can. I'm going to try to describe. So for me, you know, the first, the first, you know, day I was really just like overwhelmed and sad to the point to where I was like, first off, I need to cry. Right. Cause that's, that's one of my biggest things is allowing myself to cry with myself. Right. I still don't want to cry around other people. Right. But I sat there and I cried and, and this is where, you know, the episode about faith came out because I'm not going to lie. I was sitting off going off on creator in spirit. Right. And I'm sitting here upset with them and expressing how I'm feeling. Right. So that was, you know, day one. Day two, it is really, I was sitting there and I was trying to force myself to be happy, right? It's like I was trying to grab a bull by the horns and drag it, right? So day three, I realized, I was like, you know what? Let me just sit here, right? And so that's one of the things they will tell you is when you are in an emotional state that is, you know, not typically joyous or happy they tell you to do nothing right do nothing when you are feeling overwhelmed right because typically when you do something when you're feeling overwhelmed what do you do you go off right so now you're escalating because other people were typically match you because if you listen a lot of people say oh well, i'm gonna match their energy and it's like that makes the that makes the situation way worse that's not helping anyone by me being an emotional state and now you're in here upset at me about being in my feelings and now you're yelling and you're making the situation so do nothing and me doing nothing was literally i had to tell people hey i'm not in the right headspace i don't want to talk about it i don't want to do nothing i just want to sit here and i want to kind of i just want to i just want to understand what i'm feeling and why I'm feeling it and come up with a solution from there so that I know what to do next time, right? Because emotions literally come and go, right? You're always gonna have these these waves, right? Okay. So they tell you to do nothing, you know? Typically when you escalate with people, you know, it makes the situation worse and vice versa, right? So do nothing, right? Do not mimic people's behavior. So if you're looking at someone and they're telling you like, hey, I don't want help. And you're like, please, it's just honestly best to allow people to process and deal with it. Because typically most time people, they, they do have someone that they go to for help emotionally. Right. Everyone has at least that emotional support friend or family member. Right. They have someone that they would go to because that person understands them and can assist them. Right. Everybody else kind of makes it worse. Right. It's, it's like it's like when when people are in a high, they have they have their trip buddy <laughs> because their trip buddy is going to, you know, keep everything cool and calm and collected. Right. But. Going back on topic. Feeling these emotions and things like that, it brought me to a better understanding of these emotions that I did not get to experience growing up. And you know, we always talk about shadow work, right? 
everything's shadow work. And so this week, this shadow work was about my emotions, right? Emotions that I did not feel growing up because I was never taught how to deal with my emotions. And when you sit here and look at children, um, even if you don't have children, it's really good to learn about children, right? Because that also helps you get a better understanding about adults and things like that, right? Okay. So when you look at children psychologists and things of that nature, they talk about when it comes to tantrums, right? And they will always say, number one, children do not understand their emotions, right? They don't know how to express their emotions. So typically they will throw a tantrum, right? They don't understand. They don't understand how to process and deal with those feelings, right? And as we grow up in some households, we are not taught how to deal with our emotions, right? We're told to either suck it up and get over it. You know, like when someone like, and everyone makes this running joke on TikTok, but it's really true. It's quite sad, honestly. When they say, um, you know, the, the child saying, oh, I'm depressed. And the parents are, oh, well, go depress them dishes, right? And the kid's like, what? Like, that's not gonna, that's not gonna help me. Or the parent will say, oh, I'm depressed too. What you depressed about? And it's like, that's not helping at all, right? Because again, those feelings do not just go away, right? And it's literally a domino effect. Everything is a domino effect, right? Everything is a domino effect, okay? On a microscopic level, everything is a domino effect. And so when you sit here and again, looking at children and thinking about that, that really had me looking at my situation, right? Uh, I, I, I mean, I used to always tell people, I didn't know, like when it, when it came time to me crying, my eyes were hurt and I would not cry. Like I was just like, I'm not going to cry. And like my eyes hurt. Right. And I was telling my friend, um, when I spoke to her, I was like, do you know, like when you cry, your eyes get really cold. And she looked at me confused. She was like, no, I do not know. I said, well, when I cry, my eyes get really cold afterwards. Like your feet will get really cold when you have no socks on in the winter. Right. And I'm sitting there like, well, why, why is that happening to me? Right. So it's a whole, it opened up a whole box. It's like a whole Jack in a box. Like, and it's a whole bunch of things in there. I got to figure out like a whole bunch of knickknacks right that I got to figure out where they go to right but that whole thing showed me how I kind of lacked some emotional intelligence right because there's also other things too and this is why I'm really big on people looking into psychology and things like that and really understanding the brain and understanding people, right? And how these all correlate into something spiritual. Like everything ties together, but we're not gonna get into that today, right? But looking into that, right? It showed that I lacked some emotional intelligence, which is why a lot of people would always talk about me not being really sympathetic, right? And I mean, I can't empathize with people, 
you know, but I don't allow myself to to feel those things because I'm more so of I can't assist you in that that manner. Right. But it also showed me like. Because one thing is growing up and people, people, you know, people that was really close to me, they would they would always bring that up. You know, if you start crying around me, I don't I don't I don't know how to help you. Like, I will talk to you later when you're not in this emotional state because this is a lot, right? You're doing a lot, right? And so this showed me how to process those things, right? It showed me how to be of assistance. It showed me how internally these things you feel and sometimes you truly don't know what the pinpoint is, right? So now you have to literally walk that that yellow brick road to figuring it out right and the list just goes on and on so for you guys sit here and reflect on that because a lot of us at least now we won't allow ourselves to feel certain emotions right we're always good you know someone said you okay oh i'm good i'm good i got this you know someone someone hurts your feelings or upset you oh i'm good i got this and it's a such thing, you know, well, it's, it's, um, it's something that I heard someone mention of emotional currency, right? For number one, taking accountability, right? Because that also allows space for change and in this way things can flow, right? Because this is also going to open up that door, oops, excuse me, for a conversation with people, Right? So if someone upsets you, we typically will, oh, I'm good. It's, it's whatever. When it's not good and it's, it's not whatever. Because now you're carrying that at home with you. And now that's building up, right? And it's, it's really best to speak that, right? And so this woman was talking about it. And she was more so saying how, you know, she, she, only, she only apologizes when she needs to. And I, and I, and I used to say all the time and people used to think I was, you know, I was mean for that because number one, I I don't apologize often because typically if I said something, you know, I do mean it. Now I do apologize for hurting your feelings, but nonetheless, what I said, I still stand by. Right. And so that was one of the things that she would talk about is that apologize when you need to and it's not about being right or wrong but it's ultimately just about getting a you know better understanding and finding some common ground and just expressing how you feel and how something you know affected you that led you to that point right so instead of always saying I'm good I'm good it's whatever if it's not good say that say what it is hey this hurt my feelings hey this this really upset me when you did this on the third and I have someone, matter of fact, I have two people in my life that, that really, they do that to me, right? They have no problem telling me how, what I did made them feel, right? And they check me on that. And I appreciate that because I'm sitting here just like, okay, well now I know things that I can and can't do with you. Right. Because, again, everyone is different, which is why I'm always really big on you can't talk to everyone the same way. And I sure don't talk to everyone the same way. I have people that I can be brutally honest with. And then I have people who I will really think about 
how I say it and the timing of when I say it, right? And the way I bring it up and things like that, right? So one of those people is my mother, right? And I always would tell my tell people, I'm like, oh, my mom's so emotional, you know, my mom, you know, my mom's emotional. And it's not in a bad way because she has no problem of telling you how she feels, right? Which is good, right? Now, is she always right? No, not all the time, but how she feels is how she feels and it's very valid, right? And I cannot take that away. Just for example, I have a friend that does the same thing has no problem of telling me how he feels, right? If I said something that was upsetting, well, let me know, right? And I'm really big on a, of giving people their space and allowing them to feel comfortable enough to express certain things because it's not as easy for everyone, especially when you did not grow up in that setting, right? It's always easier for us to say things behind a computer screen. It's always easier for us to say it to another person versus to the person, right? So those conversations allow space for me to be a little bit more, I guess, softer, (laughs) you know? Because at the end of the day, when we are well, I can't speak for him. I know for me at least, when I'm wanting to give advice to someone, the biggest thing is making sure they receive it. And in order for them to receive it, you have to say it in a certain way. And you'll have some people like, oh, I'm going to say it how I want to because that's what... No. Because now that is escalating the situation. Remember, we just talked about matching energy, Right? We just talked about not mimicking things like that. We don't want to escalate the situation, right? Because now the bigger picture is being ignored because you are in your feelings about something, right? And the list can go on and on, right? So let's see what we can open up for this bibliomancy today, you guys. I know one thing that um, I wanted to touch on, which was talking about, it was more so talking about fate and taking your power back. And number one, again, I don't want to say controlling your emotions, but having a better understanding of your emotions is a way for you to call your power back, right? The ability to remain calm in certain situations is how you have control of your power, right? Think about it. When you are out in a setting and you see one person is clearly extremely upset, right? And they're yelling and they're they're standing up and they're getting in people's faces, pointing fingers and things like that. They're clearly out of control of the situation versus the person that is sitting there and looking at them and talking in a calm way, right? And it gets to the point to where the person that is doing all the yelling decides to either sit down and calm down a little bit or they decide to just ultimately leave, Right? situation is now you know I guess neutralized 
versus two people arguing. So now people are starting to get physical, so on and so forth. And it just continues on and on to the point to where you literally can't take nothing back. You already can't take words back, but you really cannot take your actions back. All right. So having at least an understanding of your emotions is a great way of controlling and having power. Right. You have your power. Right. And I know growing up, I used to always hear, um, I used to hear about, you know, you, even though you can't control the situation, you can't control your emotions. Right. And, and one of the ways of controlling emotions is a, sometimes it's best to leave. Right. You don't always have to be right. It's something that I was told growing up. Right. You don't always have to have the last word. Right. And some of us, some people, Having the last word has them in a chokehold, right? Having the last word has them in a chokehold, and it doesn't, it and it and it doesn't even it doesn't even matter about them trying to like say something of substance. It's just the tit for tat, right? The pettiness, right? Because you have a lot of people, you know. And I and I will say I I can be a very petty person, but it's more so because it's just fun, you know. Uh, because I'm seeing the other person get upset. Right, I'm seeing them, seeing them. They get a rise, right? You know, which is it's not good either way it go. Regardless of if I find it funny or not, you know, and if I'm getting upset now, but it it doesn't it doesn't save anything. It doesn't solve anything, right? So sometimes those things, you know, we need to, you know, take a step back, right? There's another thing where, and I want to say it's Chinese proverbs. I can't fully remember because it was years ago when I saw this. When they talked about your emotions, right? How we truly can control our emotions, but it definitely does take time. It's not something that, that happens, you know, overnight, right? I mean, unless you go to a hypnotist, but I mean, I don't even know about that, but they talk about um, if you don't want to give control over to someone, control your emotions, right? And that example of the two people yelling and the one person not yelling, that, that's a clear example of not handing over your power to someone else. Because like I just told you, if I see you getting upset, I, you know, will A, probably do something petty and might maybe say something you know a little slick to get a rise out of this person right and now I have control because now I'm dangling with your emotions now I'm playing with you right now you're looking like a joker right and that's the same thing you can also see these things when you read the book I think it's the 48 laws of power you know that I'm pretty sure they touch on it in there you know, but there's a there's a whole bunch of books, right? There's a whole bunch of books about your emotions, right? And how much power they really have, but you have to understand and learn them. Once you learn them, then you're able to quote unquote control them, right? I know I um you know, majority of the time, I am really in control over my emotions because I remain in a neutral state, right? I'm always that calm 
person. And from time to time, I will get in the state of just, I'm not about to be calm no more, I'm gonna react. And I'm noticing that I'm just doing it just because, not because I can't handle it, but honestly, just because I want to at this moment, right? Because maybe I'm tired, right? And the list can go on and on. But this whole entire week has shown me about my emotions and controlling them, right? But you can't fully control them if you don't understand them, right? It, it's literally, in when you look at it from a psychological point of view and also when you look at, like when you look at the art of seduction and the 40 laws of power, they literally should tell you about controlling other people's emotions to get what you want. And it's true when in, 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 this is not just on that scale, but it's also when it comes to marketing and selling, you sell to people's emotions, people buy from their senses and people buy out of emotions, right? And that is how a lot of these companies make so much money because they're buying off y'all emotions, right? And you might sit here and say, oh, that's not true. I mean, let's let's sit here and look back, right? People people buy off their feelings, right? They're not gonna buy something they don't feel good about, number one. They don't buy off of something that doesn't make them happy, right? Sometimes people will buy out of anger just to prove a point, right? Just to prove that they can, right? And that no one's gonna stop them, right? For example, like let's look at some of these <laughs> restaurants or some of these designer stores, right? They'll tell a person, oh, you can't, you can't buy this. You can't, you know, we're not going to say exactly like that, but more or less, they're basically telling you, you can't buy it, can't afford it or, or whatever, or this doesn't suit you. It doesn't look good on you, whatever. Right. And you have the person who now they're upset. Right. And I'm like, I'm going to take five of those, right. And, and so on and so forth. Like they're now they're about to, I want to buy up the whole store. They're, they're playing with your emotions, right? And this is why you used to always tell people, I don't, I don't basically act off of emotion. I don't like to for the simple fact that sometimes your emotions are not logical, right? Because sometimes we think just because we're emotional about something that makes us right about the situation and so on and so forth, right? And that's why they typically tell you that you don't make business deals off of emotions, right? Now, it's one thing to have a feeling, but you need to process that. Take a moment. Take, they'll tell you, take a day, right? Take a day or two. Take a break, right? Process that and then come back and see if that is making a smart decision or not, right? But then you also have people that will argue about, oh, your intuition comes from, you know, your emotions. Yeah, to, to, to an extent. I mean, it doesn't come from all of your emotions, right? Especially if you don't even understand your emotions, right? Because now you're confusing feelings, right? Lust and love are confused all the time, Right? Those are confused all the time. People will really sit here and think they're in love when we're really there in lust. A person is just infatuated with them, right? And they think that this person is literally just 
head over heels in love forms no they're infatuated with you right you guys see where i'm going with this so when you get to a state of feeling emotional you know like i did or feeling overwhelmed take some time for yourself to give yourself what you need to process that so the way now you know what steps to take that is going to be best for you because typically when we act out of emotion sometimes we undo a lot of great things for ourselves right okay think about it like business deals right and and this is why you only you only believe half of what you hear and half of what you see because they can both lie to you right and so you thought you saw something so now you're emotional right now you're angry so now you're interrupting a business meeting and you're going off when really what you saw and what you heard was incorrect so now you didn't un undid yourself from a million dollar deal right because of your emotions because you didn't take the time to process right you didn't take that time to have that emotional currency and discussing things right or at least observing right to see if you were on the ball right so when you come to these place of feeling emotional right feeling angry feeling upset so on and so forth and and matter of fact you guys you guys know i love to to pull out i love to pull out um you know definitions for you right because a lot of people when they think of emotional they think of just crying sadness which is not right emotional is arousing or characterized by intense feeling right then and there's different types of emotions there's happiness these are the four basic kinds there's happiness sadness fear and anger and then these trickle down right because then you have irritated annoyed upset you know and those things can fall under the umbrella of anger and things like that right punishment it 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 looks to be under the umbrella of sadness while stress also falls under the umbrella of fear and anger right and see how all these trickle down so it's really good to really try to sit here and take some time to see what it is you are feeling and why right so i know why i was in my emotional state because i was overwhelmed number one i was stressed and number two there was underlying fear right and then i was also feeling hints of sadness right but why was i feeling sad it was because of a fear right and so it just it just kept a circle and so i what i had to do is i had to take some time to process that right i had to go into my hermit mode get some solitude get some peace did not want to talk to people and i told people hey i'm not in the right headspace right now thanks for checking up on me but i i don't want to talk right now it's not it's not a good time because while you think you're assisting me you're honestly making it worse for me because now i'm sitting here focusing on you and making sure you're happy versus what I'm needing at the moment, right? So if you need those moments of peace and solitude, give that self, give that to yourself, right? You don't owe anyone anything. You owe yourself everything, right? 
You owe yourself everything. You owe yourself being kind and being gentle to yourself. You owe yourself giving you a space to process things, a place to evolve, right? A place to learn, okay? I see this all the time when, when people get readings. You know, they typically ask about relationships with people and, and what they should do. Should they continue this friendship? Should they not continue this? And it's just like, what do you, what do you need? What do you need? And everyone likes to likes to bring time into it. Look, time, <laughs> time continues moving on. So don't hold on to time. Time is going to continue moving on, right? Don't hold on to a relationship because you've known this person for X amount of years. It's, it's ran its course, right? Sometimes you got to let things go, right? Take the lessons and go, right? So if you are, and I'm really big on every friendship, there should be a give and take. There, every friendship has something to bring. And if not, uh, that should already tell you right there. Right. You have people that are friends with people because they make money together. You have people that are friends with people because they are emotional support. You have people that are friends with people because of shit, who knows? They sexual gain and 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 things like that. Right? It's so it's so many different things. Nonetheless, everyone brings something to the table. Right? And if you are friends with someone and you're having to question the friendship number one, that should already tell you. But number two, they're not bringing anything of positive gain to your life that should already tell you, right? Because now you're, you're emotional currency. You're doing nothing but spending and you're not receiving anything, right? You're not receiving no emotional support. You're not receiving, you know, I mean, and emotional support goes many ways. I mean, do they hang out with you? Do y'all have fun, Right? Is this person always putting you down? Why would you want to be friends with someone that's always putting you down, right? Why would you want to be someone beating down your self-esteem and your confidence, right? But the only way you can know these things is when you truly evaluate your emotions and how you feel, right? And not worry about how another person feels. You must focus on how you feel about a situation first, right? And then you speak to them. And then you see if you can find a compromise and go on, you know, because look at that with relationships. And that was one of the things with, with my relationships, at least for one of them, I can truly pinpoint, you know, an instance where he was telling me about his emotions and how he felt in me. I'm really big on, I'm not, I'm not going to really respond. I'm going to sit there and be quiet and say, okay. And the reason why is because I'm taking in what you're saying and I'm seeing if I'm able to give you what you're asking for. And I have no problem telling you, I can't give you what you're asking for. Not because, you know, I can't, but most likely because me giving you that, it takes away from me being happy, right? It, because it's requiring me to do things that I'm truly not comfortable with because it's requiring me to, to change. And I had this conversation with my mom earlier. I was like, mom, you know. And we had a we had a conversation about stuff. I was like, well, why didn't y'all teach me as a kid, right? So on and so forth. But I told her, I was like, Mom, I said one thing about it. I was like, me asking for something from someone, it's either going to be too much or it's going to be too less. It, it's, it's that. To one person, what I'm asking for, they're like, oh, you're asking for too much. And another person might look at me like, that's it. That's basic. Like, that's easy, 
right? You know, and I also made the jokes. My mama said, you know, everyone always tells me I need to be overly nice and in this super bubblegum pop tootsie roll type of person to people. And I'm just like, look, mom, I said, what I've come to realize is that what's mean to one person might be a fetish to another. And she sat there and she looked and she laughed. She said, I had never thought about it like that. I said, mom, I said, because if you sit here and think about it, you got people that pay to be degraded. And tell the people that is mean and foul, but you got people that's paying big bucks for that, mama. So I can't, I can't, I can't listen to someone telling me, you know, I mean, yeah, I can take into account, but then also got to see, is that really being true? Because it's another thing about, and I had this conversation with my uncle earlier this morning, you know, about people not receiving the message from everyone, no matter what it is, right? And like I told him, I said, I'm more like big mama energy, big mama energy. You know, she ain't the sweetest, you know, but what she's saying is coming from a place of love and care, right? But she not here to, to sugarcoat it, right? Versus someone taking a message from a con artist and a con artist is selling them a dream, but they're saying it with a smile on their face, right? And so now they're being sold on something that's not true versus taking a message from Big Mama, right? Because apparently what Big Mama's saying is, it's not even that she's saying it in a rude way, but it's just the words. It's really straight to the point, right? So it's a, it's a whole big thing, but I don't want to hold y'all up. Because I'm pretty sure now I done probably twisted the light bulb just a little bit more. And that light bulb is flickering. And now you're sitting here doing some reflection, right? So I'm going to leave you guys on that note, right? And again, I love to hear feedback. I love to hear you guys' thoughts about the podcast. So if you would like, you can always email me. You can always message me on Instagram, right? at divine priestess right you can also fill out a contact form on casa de aguas and give me your reviews and things like that right definitely share this podcast right let's keep let's keep this growing right because you don't know who might need to hear these things right this message may or may have not been for you, but there's someone out there who probably needs to hear this, right? So you guys enjoy the rest of your evening and the rest of your weekend. And we will 100% touch back next Monday. So again, thank you for listening to Sweetwater Podcast and good night.